everybody, welcome back to JC's Creek. My name's Emily. Today we are doing episode 9, Four to Tango. This is one of my favorite episodes of season 3, <laughs> and I have a lot to say about it. But first, this came out on January 1st, 1999. If you haven't already, make sure to follow my Instagram, that's Wetter and Potter. Make sure to follow my TikTok, that's Pacey and Joey. And lastly, make sure to check out the YouTube channel, subscribe, comment when you're watching. It means a lot to me. And without further ado, let's get into it. So, the first scene that we have is scene one of Pacey. So, they're in Dawson's bedroom. Pacey and Jen are making out on the bed. And Jen goes nothing and Pacey says nothing ah you and she goes nothing so they're trying to figure out like what everything's going on like how they feel about each other and how to make it more like you know together and I love how they're in Dawson's bedroom just trying to figure that out and Pacey continues by saying it really is, like, she's saying, God, Pacey, this is weird, that's what Jen says. And Pacey says, it really is. It's the most damnest thing. I mean, how are we supposed to have some luxury, purely sexual affair if time we can't get together? I laughed when I first saw this scene, I'm not gonna lie. It's just so funny to me because they're trying to figure out, like, what everything is and how they feel about each other. And last episode, we saw that Pacey kind of rejected Jen in a way but to like make her like not you know come out there and so like have regret towards it and so now they're trying to figure it out and we see like them trying to have like this tension going on and I feel like this kind of proves that you can't rush something if it doesn't need to be rushed uh, like how Jen tells Pacey later in this episode, it is clear how upset Joey is when she saw them two together. But I feel like it goes back to hiding their feelings because they don't really want to know how it comes up and how past relationships. So I feel like when I say that, it really means like Pacey and Jen are trying to hide something with their feelings to make it feel better. And that's why they're trying to hook up basically. But in another sense, you can't, like, push something that doesn't need to be pushed. And so Jen says, there's zero t tension. And Pacey says, nada. And Jen says, switch. And Pacey said, and J Jen say, if it were me, no. If it were you, it's me. Like, they're like, it's you, it's me, it's me. And so Jen says, no, no, no. I mean, we're both, we're both two highly sexual charged people. And Pacey says, absolutely, look at our track records. And Jen says, oh yeah. And Pacey says, we're all that, and then some, thank you very much. <laughs> and Jen says, and look at the measures that we have gone through today. It just cracks me up so bad when they say this. And so Pacey says, we come properly acquitted, and he pulls out a condom. And Jen says, and we picked the best location, which 
this Dawson's bedroom because the window is open. Like, that's the only reason why they got in. And so, Paisley says, absolutely. You know, Dawson and Mr. Leary both at school for the afternoon. Windows always open. This was a sure genius on your part. I love how it's Jen's part, not Pacey. Like, it sounds like a Pacey thing, but it also sounds like a Jen thing. And so, Jen says, Graham said this, the, said that that letter was an invitation to sin. And Paisley looks at her, and they both, like, kind of, like, attack each other with kisses. And they stop. And Pacey says, this is starting to get depressing. And then they begin to put their sho shoes back on when Jen's like, Alright, I'll tell you what. Why don't we give it a week and keep her in our hopes and whatever sexual spark once flickered will burn. And then they hear a door slam. And Pacey says, Whoa, did you just hear someone come in the house? And Jen looks at him and like bolts towards the window. <laughs> like she just leaves Pacey there. And, pay, like, she grabs her jacket, obviously. And Pacey struggles to put his jacket on. He's just taking his sweet time. And when he suddenly, like, dives on the floor with his last shoe, Dawson walks in. And Pacey grabs, like, the PlayStation to make it look like he was playing a video game. And Dawson says, Pacey. And Pacey says, hey, man, what's happening? And Dawson's like, what are you doing in my room in the middle of the day? Like, Dawson's so shocked, but literally he leaves the window open all the time. So, um, Pacey says, just playing some Crash Bandicoot. What are you doing home? And Dawson says, I had a dentist appointment. I came back to get my books. And Pacey says, you, uh, have any cavities? And Dawson's like, no. How did, how did you get in? Like, Dawson, there's a whole window, like, in a ladder. And so, Pacey says, is that clock right on the VCR? Because if it is, man, I should really be getting back to school. And Pacey goes to leave through Dawson's door, but Dawson's like, are you forgetting something? And Pacey says, I don't think so. But Dawson's like, you sure? And Pacey says, yeah, pretty sure. And Dawson goes, because you're only wearing one shoe. And it's just like the scene that goes through this part is just so funny to me. Because Pacey just looks down and he sees his like shoeless foot and he just smiles uncomfortably at Dawson. Like, oh crap, I messed up. Like, and I just I just love that part. Even the music that goes along with it. So then we have the next scene, which is scene two of Pacey. And so Pacey's at the guidance counselor. And Pacey walks in and Pacey says, Alright, whatever it is, I didn't do it. But if I did do it, then I just want you to know to take I take full, complete responsibility for my actions. And the counselor's like, This isn't a disciplinary matter, Pacey. And he offers Pacey a seat. And he says, Please, you're here because when Mr. Rowe sent your files over to me, you jumped immediately to my top ten of the most most in need of guidance list and when I started talking to your teachers and Pacey goes uh oh and the counselor says you're failing math Pacey and Pacey says I'm failing and the counselor says I'm afraid the only other grade you get going was a D minus and one lonely C minus want to tell me why that is and Pacey says just lazy I guess and the counselor says have you been having trouble at home any sort of change in your family situation Pacey says, no, it's nothing like that. And the counselor says, Mr. Adam mentioned something about a girlfriend being sick. And Pacey says, she's not my girlfriend anymore. And 
The counselor says, I'm sorry to hear that. Which, are you? Are you really? Because I feel like some counselors just don't do their job correctly, but I bet this counselor is going to be a change, but at the same time, I'm like, mm, questioning a kid, like, intently isn't going to get anywhere, especially a teenager. And so Pacey says, yeah, me and you both, but life goes on, doesn't it? Listen, you think I could get out of here? I'm missing a film strip or something. And Pacey, go get ups to leave, and the counselor says, you seem like a good kid, Pacey. Whatever's eating at you this day, don't let it win it, okay? And Pacey says, maybe it already has. Which, in this scene, we kind of see, like, how Pacey is struggling with school and how everything's happening there. But I really think that it's a matter of fact that, like, Pacey really is just dealing with a lot of stuff in his head. And with the whole breakup with Andy and then everything that happened with, like, now, like, kind of like Joey, too. I feel like it was a sense where Pacey was, or with Jen, not Joey. Pacey was kind of, like, trying to cover his feelings. And so what I mean with everything that was happening with Jen, I mean, like, everything with them trying to, like, figure it out. But I feel like he was kind of, like, trying to rebound, like I said before, but also trying to, like, cover his feelings for Joey. Because we do know that he has all these feelings for Joey. Not, like, later in the episode, we definitely will. And so when we look back at it, it's not the fact that he's just being lazy. It's just the fact that he's dealing with his, like, thoughts throughout his brain. That he's going through so much and no one's really there to help him and now the counselor wants to help him like from i think he knows that he shouldn't open up to the counselor because in the past if he did like they wouldn't help him so what was the point in opening up with anyone now so then we have the first scene of scene one of pacey and joey so they're in the school hallway and joey is walking up when uh, Joey's walking when Pacey runs up. Pacey goes, hey, Joe, Joey, what are you, how are you doing? My, you look absolutely ratcheting today. And he goes, is that a new hair thingamajunk you got going on? And Joey says, you need my notes from class today that you missed. Pacey says, you missed me, huh? And Joey says, how can I miss you? It's much easier to see the board without your big fat head in the way. I need these back by tomorrow morning. And she hands Pacey the paper. And Pacey, like, reads the note. And he says, what's a constant? And Joey says, you don't know what a constant is? You're gonna, you're gonna, never gonna catch up by midterms. Which is kind of mean to say. Like, saying, Joey, and, like, you're never gonna catch up by midterms if you don't know what this is. Like, I don't know what that was. And I was in class. <laughs> and it, Pacey says, you're absolutely right. I'm not. Not unless, of course, you. And Joey says, look, I'm not going to help you, Pacey. And Pacey says, oh, she says, I've been besting my butt all semester while you, she goes, eh, who knows what the hell you've been doing lately. And Pacey says, I've been busy. And Joey says, busy, right. Pacey, you have an under-demanding part-time job. You're your only fail failed obligation is to feed the dog every day. And your social life is a basic triangle considering of you, you me, and Dawson. And Pacey says, okay, listen. Truth be told, and they're like up the stairs, and Pacey like stopped her, by the way. And he says, truth be told, I'm failing math right now. Yeah, 
So, if you could find it in your heart to explain some track stuff to me, I'll do anything you want. And Joey says, and, like, Pacey walks away, and Joey's like, anything? And this goes back to Castaway, because when we, like, look at Castaways in season six episode, I forgot what episode it is. I want to say 16. You can kind of tell that, like, it goes back to this, because she goes, anything <laughs> and and there's a whole scene based off of that and that's what it reminds me of when they need to shape the beard and she goes well you said anything and now it goes back to the dancing so then we're in scene two of pacey and joey and the starlight studios joey and pacey are moving like about other people dancing and they're kind of like being clumsy and barely even touching each other and penny the dancer like the person who controls the studio says slow quick quick good work footwork people and Joey like has like Pacey stepping on his toes and she goes ow and Pacey says maybe you should probably tell me what I'm doing here before other nine stuffers the same fate and Joey says you expect me to believe that you actually have control over these glad feet of yours and he steps on her foot again, and she goes, Ow, Pacey. And Pacey says, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, just, I just love his like face when he does that. Sorry, my dog is barking right now. And Joey says, Look, every year the Starlight School offers a 1,500 scholarship to the high school student who has most experienced the spirit of grace in a ball of dancing. If you look around, there are six people who wear their teeth to bed, let alone go to high school with us. And Pacey says, which makes you, what, a shoo-in? And Joey says, I do compete at least one of these two courses. And Pacey says, why don't you get Dawson to do this with you? Or Jack, for that matter. And Joey says, because they don't owe me like, like you after I perform a CPR on your math grade. Which I love how Joey says that, but truthfully, I think Dawson would never do this with Joey. I feel like he would be complaining the whole time. And, like, if he did agree, he would probably complain the whole entire time. And so, it's like with the art thing, when Joey brought him to the art, like, museum, the thing where he called it a hobby. I feel like he wouldn't take it seriously with the scholarship, because Dawson would never get it like Pacey did. And I feel like with Jack... I feel like he would do it, but I feel like with Pacey coming up to her with the grade and being like, hey, like, I need you to help me, Joey was like, Pacey's the right candidate for this. Whether it was because Jack probably couldn't do it or whatever, I do like how she does make Pacey do it. And this this whole thing will come back later in, a, like, a few episodes as well. And so Pacey says, so that's the trade-off. And Joey says, mm-hmm. And Pacey says, one set, one study session for one dance class. And Joey says, that's the trade-off. And Pacey says, sarcastically, excellent. And Pacey said, and the Penny, the dance teacher, says, what did I say about rib page touching? And refresh my memory, who's leading? And Pacey says, I'm trying, but Janet Rio here doesn't exactly make it easy on a fellow, you know what I'm saying? And Joey says, like you even know how Pacey and Pacey, or Penny, to Pacey says, you lead. And Pacey says, well, we'll just have to give it the old college try, shall we? 
and Chewy says, oh, don't get too close. Ow. <laughs> it's just, and then finally, Joey just completely gives up on Paisley and just steps on his foot, and they, like, sarcastically dance, and it's just funny to me. And you just hear Joey say, stop. <laughs> and it's just, like, you can just tell that, like, Joey's annoyed by it, and Paisley's just trying his best, but it's pretty funny when you ask me. So then, we have scene three of Pacey and Joey. And so, there is a side note where, like, Dawson is in his bedroom where he finds a condom while he's cleaning up his books. So, there's that. So, the following day, uh, they're at Capeside and Joey and Pacey are walking into campus. And Joey says, here, this is your assignment for the study hall. I want you to do all the evening problems on on page 107 and show your work. Don't copy the answers out of the back of the book. And Pacey says, you know, you know, if I had known the saddest pleasure you were going to take on tutoring me, I would have never agreed to such free range. And Joey says, look, we're going to spend half an hour after school doing math, and then we're going to go back to... Pacey says, I know the Starlight Foundation for another afternoon of torture at hands of, of Miss Penny Pretty. You do real, realize how absolutely impressive it is that no one, and I mean no one, finds out about our school activities because on the sliding scale of embarrassment and decidedly non-brunch activities for a teenage man to be involved with, waltzing is not right there. And with your painting painting your own pottery and pa Joey says Pacey do you realize I'm eager to have this information disclosed to the to the general public and Pacey says perfect we're on agreement and Joey says excellent and Pacey says no one finds out and Joey says no one but however Dawson being the nosy person that he is he, he was right behind them and he was like find out what like Dawson obviously this was none of your business but okay and instead of telling them Joey and Pacey go nothing and Pacey says no no we can tell him it's Dawson right and Joey gives Pacey a look and she says we were just discussing in fact that I am opposite awful at home improvements and decor right how could you do how could you be a roller and Dawson says, I can hold my own, and Pacey says, fantastic, because the P Pacey J. Witter Memorial addition to the P Potter family home is in dust of the nears of, of painters and plastics all over the unit wages. And Dawson kind of knows that this isn't the secret. Like, he's like, eh. okay. Sure, I found a condom in my room, and you're telling me that this is it. Which, I do like how they don't tell Dawson. <laughs> like, Joey doesn't tell Dawson, but Joey's eyes are just, like, bugging out. Like, oh dear, like, he's gonna find out about this. And Dawson says, count me in. And Pacey says, that's great to hear. Alright, so Joey, and he motions her to leave. And Joey says, yeah. And Pacey says, yeah, let's do that. And Joey and Pacey walk away. And I love how, like, Pacey just motions her to go away, and, like, she actually follows. Like, that's probably my funny part. And so, Dawson says, hold on, Pacey, I want to talk to you for a second. And Pacey says, yes, uh, I can't talk right now. 
I'm really trying to stay out of Mr. Manila's top 10 most tardies. Can I, can I, like, see you after school? Yeah, okay? And he walks away. Which, I find this thing kind of funny because it just kind of proves how much Pacey and Joey have, like, began, like, built their friendship in so many ways. And you could just tell, like, Joey would probably never do this, like, earlier in the seasons where she would, like, not tell Dawson about it. But also, in a way, like, she kind of lies to Dawson more than she lies to Pacey. Because when she tried lying to Pacey a couple episodes ago, like, in episode 6... Pacey was like, don't lie to me, and I feel like with this, it was kind of easy for her to lie to Dawson, but if it was, like, a situation with Pacey, I feel like Joey would never really lie to Pacey. Not in a sense where, like, later she, later in the season, like, she does, but not, though. So then we have scene four of Pacey and Joey, and they're in the classroom, and Pacey works while Joey watches, and Pacey says, can I take a break, please? And Joey says, we took a break. No wonder you're so far behind. I swear Alexander can sit it longer than you can. And Pacey says, you don't understand, okay? It's just recently, whenever I crack a book to study, it's like automatically I want to do something else. Anything else. I mean, it seems to me that the previous friendships in my life, every time I study, I was given a reward. And Joey says, I offered you chucks, checks, mint. Which is like, she's like, the way she says it, she's like, I offered you checks, Miss. <laughs> Joey, she, he doesn't want that. <laughs> and Pacey says, I'm not talking about the checks, man. I'm talking about Tamara and Andy. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure what, like, Tamara and Andy offered was nothing what Joey offered. <laughs> and she said, and he continues by saying, let's just say that those two ladies, they trained me to an adequate studying. And Joey says, with, with what? <laughs> she doesn't really know, like, what it's about. Like, she's like, um, with food? <laughs> like, they offered you food? <laughs> and Pacey says, sex. I have caught studies with sex. Sex with studying. Now I get studying, but with no sex, you understand? So, it's a little bit hard to get motivated these days. And Joey says, So, what you're saying is, with the man that's the innocent victim and some behavior psychological experience goes wrong, oddly. And Pacey says, Yeah. And Joey says, And you're that desperately in need of some able bond female to help you prevent the preconditions of permanent homework responses. And Pacey says, Yes. And Joey says, that is the worst pickup line I have ever heard Pacey. I love how she thought, like, Pacey was just hitting on her. And Pacey's responsible for ever being my favorite thing. Because he goes, thanks, toots. But I haven't, I wasn't hitting on you. I have known I have my own presence, thanks. And Joey gives, like, the cutest smile ever. And she's, like, laughing at him. And she goes, like who and this was kind of like a flirting scene i don't think joey was jealous in a way but i do think like she had like a certain thing where she was like mm, pacey what the heck is going on but i don't know whether she was like jealous in a certain type of way but we'll obviously go back to that part later and so pacey says for right now they would be remained anonymous but let me tell you they make it clear and under no certain 
certain terms that I would be mutual desire, potential relationships, or are talking a free trade agreement. And, oh, sorry. And that's what Joey says. And Pacey says, all right, listen. If you have the opportunity to be with someone, no questions asked, no strings attached, no awkward first dates, no waiting by the phone, no any of that, totally on the surface, 100% casual, what would you do? Would you go for it? And Joey says, an empty, emotionally unsexual experience? That sounds great. And Pacey says, you're not listening to me. I'm, gonna, I'm being serious, but a kind of limited offer, so I asked you, what do you think? And Joey says, Pacey, I think you really have, if you're having casual sex with, people, with someone right now, you'd be doing it instead of sitting here having a hyper discussion about it. That's what I think. So Joey's like, Basically what she meant by that was like, if you were with someone right now, and you were going along with it, like, you wouldn't be sitting here talking to me about it. And I feel like Pacey just wanted her approval in a certain way, and that's why he went and talked to her about it. So then we have scene five of Pacey and Joey. And so, there was like, this scene where Dawson and Joey were like, or Dawson and Jen were trying to like decorate the window display and Jen says Dawson I don't know how the hell you suckered me into doing this and Joe and Dawson says it's a woman's touch and Jen says how it oh I suppose that's where Pacey's usually comes in huh and Dawson says no Pacey usually is in the back sleeping while I'm doing this and Jen says all right and then she looks out the window and he's she goes, well, maybe he's rediscovered his work ethic. And Dawson says, what do you mean? And Jen says, Pacey, 2 o'clock. And she points out the window, and her and Pacey notice Pacey crossing the street, and suddenly, Joey is by their side. And they go, is that Joey? Dawson, do you think they have one of those signs in the back that's five? And Dawson says, yeah. So them being the nosy people that they are, the nosy friends that they are, instead of just you know, figuring out. <laughs> they go to and follow them, and Pacey and Joey are dancing, somewhat like enjoying it now, and Dawson and Jen stand in the doorway surprised, and Jen says, okay, so Pacey and Joey are auditioning for Cape Side Dinner Theater version of Strictly Ballroom. Let's get out of here. And Dawson says, right behind you. But the party, the like, person who owns the studio, stops Jen and Dawson and says, Excellent. Two younger people who learned, is eager to learn the art of ballroom dancing. And people say kids these days have no appreciation finer in life. And Jen says, Actually, we're not here to dance. And Dawson says, We're looking for some friends. And Penny says, And Miss Penny says, Okay, good. Sorry, my voice just went away. Okay, good. While you, while you look, you dance, okay? Attention, everybody. Looks looks like we have a yet another delightful young people joining our class. Must be something in the air. And Pacey and Joey just look like they have caught, like they've been caught in something bad. But at the same time, they haven't. So then we have scene six of Pacey and Joey. And Pacey says 
and but pray tell what are you two doing here and jen says just joy enjoying the fall fine ballroom dancing and pacey said or piss penny says to dawson and jen didn't i say you two would be naturals and referring to pacey and joey much better than these two they've been here all week but he is to date didn't you like to jen and dawson and jen says uh not right now okay and penny says i'm right aren't i you two dated and didn't work out and you have your past issues and now you're actually in your trust to each other see you can do that dancing you can see the trust is there and then she goes back to pacey and jelly now these two on the other hand are a whole different story i mean look at them look at their form look at their tension in their arm and pacey says okay is there some sort of problem here and Miss Penny says, well, what I do about the rib cage? And Joey says, no, sorry. <laughs> and Penny, Penny says, can we do that? And Pacey says, that's not going to happen, all right? And Penny says, right. See what I mean? See the hostility in the way they're wearing each other? Not to mention the constant bickering and name calling. Now, these two are clearly in the stages of some screwed up mantis Rachel. And Pacey says, what? And Joey's like, okay, you got it all wrong, lady. And Pacey says, really, do I? And Pacey says, oh, completely. And Joey says, actually, you couldn't be more wrong. Like, they're denying it's so bad. And Miss Penny says, there's no, there's not, there's enough sexual tension here to power a KISS reunion tour. I can't remember the last time I saw dancing this bad. And she walks away, and Dawson says, wait a minute, just because they can't dance, you think that they're... And Penny says, well, this is a theory I developed based on years of experience. If people dance that badly, then usually they're hot for each other. And the dancing doesn't lie. And then to the class, she goes, alright people, let's take it around the top. I do like how she says the dancing doesn't lie. Like, even she knew, like, they were going to end up together. So, I find that kind of funny, like... Dawson's like over there like shocked by this but like at the same time like they've grown like so close to each other Pacey and Joey that it's not any shock to us so then we have scene seven of Pacey and Joey and pa Miss Penny is speaking to the class so Miss Penny is sleeping see, speaking to the class and says okay people we're gonna play a little game I want you to consider this musical partner instead of a musical chairs and pairing people together to dance. She says, I want you two, and 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 then she pairs Dawson with Pacey. And Pacey says, what, you think you made some mistake here? And Pacey says, Penny says, okay, come on, children, be nice. And to the class, she says, okay, we're going to dance happily, joyously, enthusiastically because we love to dance now when you hear the music stop and i yell switch i want you to stop dancing and reach to the nearest partner okay and jen and joey are paired together as well which i love how pasty was like great i am paired with dawson the guy i've been trying to avoid because he probably he caught me in his bedroom and secondly, now he caught me with Joey at a dance thing. And that was the last thing I wanted anyone to know that I was dancing at this thing. So then we have the next scene, or the next part of the scene, where Pacey is now with Joey and Dawson is back with Jen. 
And Joey says, what's wrong with him? And Pacey says, oh, nothing really. It seems that... Oh. So, yeah. She, he says, it seems that Dawson thinks that we're doing it. And Joey says, what? Because Dawson tells Pacey, like, I found a condom in your room. And Pacey's like, oh, God. Like, this is not going to end up well. And Pacey says, well... You know, having sex, getting to know each other in the book will sense. And Joey says, Pacey, that's not possible. He he probably couldn't be thinking of it. And Pacey says, no, under no circumstances, but in case I think certain were misinterpreted. And Joey says, what events? And then switch. And so Dawson pulls Pacey away and them two start dancing. And Dawson says, okay. So do you want to tell me what's going on? And Pacey says, it's not what you think, Dawson. Not even close. And Pace, Dawson says, how do you know what I think? And he goes, well, because, man, it's written all over your face, okay? Yes, me and Joey are having to spend a lot of time together recently because we've been here trying to ballroom dance, and she's been teaching me a little terminology. You know, that's more interesting to me is the all-possible blonde and brunette combinations to women that you know. The first thing that pops into your head is Joey. And he goes, why do you think that? And Dawson says, Pacey, you're not going to get out of this by attempting to psychoanalyze me. Which I'm like, Dawson, what? And Pacey says, I'm thinking of a simple question, Dawson. You and Joey, she's not your girlfriend anymore. And Dawson says, you're right, she's not. And Pacey says, right. So why are we having this conversation? You see where I'm going with this. I mean, you're the guy, same guy a couple weeks ago that said you two need to go your separate ways. Which, I'm like, wait, this has only been happening a couple weeks? <laughs> that doesn't seem right. And Dawson says, yeah, you do. And we need to go our separate way. And it never occurred to me. And Pacey says, that what? That she would be going her separate like her separate way too or perhaps it didn't occur to you that her separate way will include a stopover at me is that what it is god man this is why this is what it always is with you you talk and you talk but you don't listen to yourself you say you're over her but you're not they're just words and they don't mean anything i mean look at her she's a freaking goddess man how long did do you think it's gonna take before long before some guys come along and is interested in her i mean really dude and when that happens, what are you going to do? Which, I think the best part is how when Joey looks at Pacey when she hears, like, the conversation. And she just kind of looks at him like, did she just call me a goddess? <laughs> and that's one of my favorite parts is that he calls her a goddess. He doesn't call her, like, look at that beautiful woman. He says, look at that goddess. Like, he's like, man, like, do you really think that, like, I'm not going to be the only one who's all over her? Like... There are plenty of guys who are going to be over all over her. And he's like, so what are you going to do then? Are you just going to, like, fight them too? Like, are you going to chase them around town? Like, where do you think this is going to go? Because they're not going to have the same reaction as I do. And I feel like this is kind of Pacey knowing that, like, in season one, he was very careful with Dawson and his feelings towards Joey. But at the same time, now he knows, like, Dawson's, like, over her. And there was no way that Dawson could have, like, been like upset about this because Dawson was oh like he's not like they're not boyfriend and girlfriend like that's what Pacey is saying like they're not like together so therefore like 
it, it's not like he's doing anything wrong, and it's not like Joey's doing anything wrong, but it's the fact that they're going in their separate ways. And Pacey was like, do you really think, like, that she's gonna do this? Or is it the fact that, like, it's me? Like, it's me that she's going her separate ways with, and you just don't like that. Because when Pacey said that, like, he didn't kiss Joey, like, in season one, Dawson looked so relieved by it, and he even, like, called Dawson out, and that seemed like... Hey, like, if you want to kiss her, you better kiss her now, or else, like, some person's gonna kiss her, and then what? And it goes back to this, where he was like, do you really think now that you two are separated, that someone else isn't gonna come around and, like, hang out with her and do all these different kind of things with her? Because now, here I am, like, single, and she's single, like, there's no separate way, like, that you guys are doing anything wrong, like... It's not hard for us to be together. Like, you said, like, you wanted to go your separate way, and now she's with me. So, what's the problem? And Dawson says, like, to reply back to what's going to happen when another guy comes along, he says, I'm just going to take it as it is. And Pesa says, you're going to take it as it comes. Oh, great. Well, perhaps you should start figuring it out right now because the guy that comes along is not going to be your best friend. And he's not going to ask for your permission. The guy who comes along is going to take one look at that woman and cut right on you. And P Dawson says, what are you hiding, Pacey? And Pacey says, what? And Dawson says, all this analyzing of my love life doesn't change the fact that you didn't answer my ordinary question. Why did I find that condom? And Pacey turns around and he's just like, you know what? Why do I bother, like, trying to tell you all this? Which, obviously, Pacey was trying to give a speech because of everything that, like, Dawson found. But at the same time, I'm like, Pacey literally did nothing wrong. <laughs> like, people were so mad. Like, some people were mad in episode 20, I think 20, where Long Day, where they got, like, together and Dawson figured it out. But literally, Pacey did nothing wrong. And I feel like this kind of goes back to this where he was like the next guy that comes along isn't gonna ask permission and i feel like it was kind of him like he wasn't gonna ask permission because why should he like dawson would never agree to it and at the same time yeah they were both friends but i feel like this friendship was gone like a long long time ago and just because dawson and like Do joey weren't together anymore it doesn't mean that pacey and joey could never be together obviously like that'll probably break some bro code or whatever and i get it like i know how it feels to like have someone move on and it hurts but it doesn't change the fact that they should move on so miss penny says switch and pacey walks away and jen falls because he's like you know what i'm done i'm done with this and so then we have scene three of pacey and they're in the coat room, Jen and Pacey, and they're still in the search for their coats. And Pacey says, God, I don't believe that guy. And Jen's like, Pacey, chill out. And Pacey says, here we go again. Though I say to my own storyline is stretching through the limits of unbelievable. And Jen says, meaning what? And Pacey says, meaning that, that we're in two blood blooded American teenagers who weeks made the decision and liked the decision to keep our bodies to ourselves, and now we show up. Nothing. Nothing. How is that possible? I mean, we spent a lot of time trying to figure out what this is, and frankly, I draw a blind blank. And Jen says, Pacey, it's not for a million different reasons. And but she says, it's for a million different reasons. Pacey says, really, do you think you could hit me with a couple, so that way a couple of, of 
a country thinks that violence is cool. But in a skirmish, whenever two people under legal voting age starts using the correct terms for other people body parts. And Pacey puts his arms around Jen, who brings her his head close to hers. And she goes, Pacey, this is not your doing way of telling me you're ready to return to which island. And Pacey says, maybe it was the dancing, or maybe it was perhaps the romantic setting up this quote room, but I'm definitely getting that witchy feeling. Which, I'm like, okay. So then it goes to the next scene where Joey and Pace Dawson figure out that Jen and Pacey are in the coat room kissing. And Dawson says, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to accuse you of anything, but something is really strange on there. That's what he is saying to Joey and and Dawson saying that to Joey. And he continues by saying, but Pacey's not sleeping with you, he's definitely sleeping with someone. And they enter the closet to find Pacey and Jen sitting on the in the corner making out. And Joey's like, what? That's, that's gross. And Dawson chuckles, he's like, well, what do we have here? And Jen and Pacey quickly stop. And Pacey says, it's nothing, right? And Jen says, yeah, it's nothing. And Dawson says, doesn't look like nothing. And Pacey says, believe me, we've done exclusive searches in this area. It's nothing. And Jen says, Pacey and I are just friends. And Joey says, is that what kids call it these days? You guys are so stupid. You're going to get hurt by this. And Pacey says, nobody's going to get hurt by this. And Jen says, we both agreed that neither of us have our emotions in it. And Joey says, and you're proud of that fact. And Jen says, Joey, we're just messing around. And Joey says, Dawson. And Dawson says, they lost me at nothing. And Joey says, Pacey, this isn't you. I mean, Jen, maybe you're trying to prove something that uh, to somebody about... And Pacey says, what? Hey, slow down. This is as much of my decision as it was hers, okay? And Joey says, so this is why you named your book True Love. Because you think that the casual acquaintances are just friends to just, you know, use each other for scrapping posts. And Pacey says, I knew you wouldn't understand. And Joey says, you know what? I understand. I understand just fine. And she walks out. And Dawson just has, like, this smirk at Pacey. And I'm like, what? Why? Why are you even doing that? Sorry, I apologize for the noise in the background, if you can hear that. Someone's vacuuming. And so Jen says, I never seen my, I never seen someone in my life who was so worked up about just a kiss. Dawson follows Joey out and Jen's sitting there and Pacey says I don't think it was just about the kiss and Jen says what do you mean and he goes I mean that Joey knows about our arrangement and Jen's like how could she possibly know Pacey and Pacey says hypothetically and Jen says you went to advice for for about us and Pacey says yeah I know it's not smart and Jen says, smart or not smart, it's funny you went to her. And Pacey was like, so who else do I talk to? I can't exactly go to Andy with like this, so I was supposed to go to Defty Doug. And Jen goes, Dawson, why didn't you go to Dawson? Unless, of course, you didn't feel comfortable talking about yourself, life, considering, Pacey says, considering what? And Jen says, that your current Friday 
your that your current girl Friday used to be his. And Pacey says, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but Dawson Leary did not know about you you and I until like, two minutes ago. And Jen says, I'm not talking about us. And he goes, what, Joey? This has nothing to do with Joey. And Jen says, Pacey, I saw the way you overreacted to Dawson. I saw the way that you that Joey overreacted to us. I know that you're having trouble with math these days, but it doesn't take Einstein to know that the sum of you two overreacting. And Pacey says, you're going to have to explain this one to me because I'm missing something here. You're talking about Joey Potter, right? The girl who can't walk into the same room without gagging, huh? That Joey Potter? There's nothing going on between us. Which, obviously there was, and Jen knew something about that, and even Dawson knew that. And his overreaction to this was kind of proving her point. And so Jen says, nope. Pacey, there's nothing going on between us. No matter what we do, it's not going to work out between us. And Pacey says, no, it's not, is it? And Jen says, no. Are you disappointed? And Pacey says, yeah, I'm disappointed. And at the same time, I think I'm also a little relieved. And Jen says, me too. I gotta go. But I think she ended it because she knew what Joey and Jen were something. And Pacey says, okay. And Jen says, see you, Pacey. And she walks up and immediately walks in. And she says, you know what, Pacey? Thanks for nothing. And she kisses him on the cheek, which I'm like, okay. And so then we have the next scene, which is of Joey. And it cuts to the Cape side. And Dawson and Joey are walking on the street. And Dawson says, if it makes you feel any better, what happened was invisible. And Joey says, what was? What was? And Dawson says, what we just saw, right? Look at the storyline perspective. Dawson where Pacey, brutalized, disordered, tough guy person, was collided with Jen's fake sexual pervo, it's inedible. And Joey says, Dawson, you're the ultimate romantic. How could you not be more upset about this? And Dawson says, if Jen and Pacey are want to mess around in a closet coat room, that's their business. I think he isn't upset about it because he knows it isn't Joey. Like, I feel like that's why he's not upset. And Joey says, but Dawson, you don't understand what's going on. They made a sort of sex, casual sex pact. They're using each other. And Dawson says, we're all guilty of that. I mean, they're being upfront about it. And Joey says, so you buy this whole raging hormone therapy. So that's okay for them to, who aren't in love, to have sexual impulse run wild. And Dawson says, no, what I'm saying is, if Dawson, or Jen and Pacey made some agreement, I don't think they... They want it because of sex. I think they want it because they're comfortable. I think they want it because it's a rebound. But okay, Dawson. And Joey says, I'm sure they're doing it in your bed, Dawson. Proving each other with their comfort. And Dawson says, it's not impossible. It's all you and I ever did. Oh, give them a break, Joe. They're just lonely. And Joey says, Dawson, being lonely is no excuse to just throw yourself out. And either could you. But I understand the impulse. And... And Joey asks what impulse, and Dawson says the impulse to put you two to hang out with each other and reach, to want someone close, or to want to kiss them even if it's wrong. And Joey says that's it, Dawson. It is wrong. If a kiss is a purely physical thing, and if nothing wants it behind, what's the point? And Dawson says the point is you can't control those feelings, Joe. Even if they're wrong, they're there. They're always there. Do you understand that, right? And Jen says, you know what? And Joey says, you know what? I forgot my coat. I better go inside. And Dawson says, okay. And they both say goodnight. 
I feel like Dawson was talking about them too, but there was literally nothing going on with them too. <laughs> like, um, Dawson, you two broke up like Pacey said, get over it. So, then we have the last scene where Joey is walking with her coat when she knows Pacey's sitting at the table and he looks absolutely miserable. I think he knows that, like, if Joey didn't come in, like, Joey would be mad and somehow he would have to make up. And she turns her back and goes to him. And Joey says, I forgot my coat. And Pacey says, well, you ran to, out of there in a bit of hurry, didn't you? Looks like if you didn't make me feel any better, we never actually slept together. I mean, not even close. And Joey says, it's none of my business what you guys did or didn't do. I'm sorry I overreacted. And Pacey says, yeah, you did overreact it, didn't you? And Joey says, don't act so smug. I'm not saying you're right, and I approve of what you're doing. And Pacey says, we're doing. I said the time limit of the limited offer has run out. And Joey says, oh. And Pacey says, so you got your kill. Which made you come in here? And Joey says, Dawson. He convinced me to take pity if your mortal, misguided, tempered, and, and pet self. Which, I never gathered that from that other scene, but I'm like, okay. And so, Pacey goes, he did. Did he? And Joey says, I'm afraid so. I feel like she just did it because she wanted Pacey to know that she forgave him in some type of way, even though there was nothing wrong. And so Pacey says, man, guess I owe him another, huh? And Joey says, you do. Come on, let's go. And Miss Penny comes out, and she says, not you fat, not you two, like, don't go fast, you two. There's a class about to start, and Joey says, I think we've done enough dancing for a lifetime. And Pacey says, well, 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 let's not get too hazy here, we still have a scholarship to work out. And Miss Penny's like, oh, I found that scholarship, we don't have that. And Joey's like, there's no scholarship, and Penny goes, no. But I can't offer you as a six month of free dance lessons. And Joey says, man, what would we do with those? And Penny says, the chain chain, the rumple, the moons, when you're ready, the tango, it's the dance of love. Which I love how she says that because she just knows that them two are going to end up together. And Joey says, thanks, but no thanks. And Pacey says, come on, think about it for a second. Don't be too hasty. We found our calling in this dance studio. And... Joey says my favorite line. She says, give it up, Pacey. You two were, you weren't even that good. And she grabs his hand and they leave. And that is the end of this episode. But my favorite part about this episode is the fact that, like, Joey and Pacey were obviously having, like, a lot of tension going on. And I love how, like, even though, like, they weren't, like, together, Dawson, like, came in and he kind of, like, said his point of view but at the same time I feel like they've been over for like they've been over for like eight episodes now like Pacey and Joey have like grown this friendship and all this different kind of stuff and every single time like Dawson like says his point of view with how their two are meant to be and all this different kind of stuff like when he says like the point is like that like you have this impulse to kiss someone and letty daddy doubt he was talking about like like Dawson and Joey but at the same time Joey took it as he should, like, she should forget Pacey. And she, like, instead of, like, responding in some type of romantic way to Ted Dawson, she goes to Pacey, and she goes over there, and she's like, I forgot my coat, and she stands over there towards Pacey, and she knows that them two, like, should make up. And there was a lot of, like, 
things where I'm like, wow, that looks boring. Like how I said earlier where he calls her toots and she says, you're hitting on me. Like those type of things. Like I feel like now like both of them are single and both of them have like this type of tension that's going on. Even the dance teacher knew that there was tension going on. And she's like, you want to do the tango, the romance of love? And that's basically what this episode is called for the tango. And I love how with Pacey and Dawson, like, Pacey basically just called him out for every single thing that he has done wrong with Joey. He was like, first of all, she's not your girlfriend, so I'm not doing anything wrong. And Dawson never seemed surprised with Jen and Pacey, but at the same time, he was kind of, like, smoked about it. Like, he was like, well, obviously there's something not going on with you two, so I'm okay with Jen and Pacey being together. And Jeffy's like, I'm not. Like, you could just tell that Jen and Miss Penny the dance teacher, knew that there was something going on with Pacey and Joey, and they didn't know exactly what, and obviously Joey and Pacey didn't know what, but it was the fact that them two knew, and that even though that Joey and Pacey didn't know, it was the fact that, like, it was obvious what was going on. Like, they were, like, bickering back and forth, they were having, like, that tension going on. It was the fact that, like, it was kind of like a crush thing. But you don't really know about his crush thing. So with Jen, like, I love how she just knew. Like, she caught Pacey out on it. Like, Joey obviously has some types of feelings towards you. And obviously that's going to come back to Pacey's mind later in the episodes. But he's like, you got to be kidding me. Like, there is no way that Joey Potter likes me. And Jen's like, well, why, why do you think that? Because it's pretty obvious to everyone who's in the room. And lastly, there's the fact that, like, this is going to come up in several episodes now. Like, it's pretty obvious that Pacey has feelings for Joey, and that's one of the reasons why he ended the sexual tension with, with Jen. But also, he went to Joey for the advice, and even Jen was like, why did you go to Dawson? Like, why didn't you go to anyone else? But you went to Joey. Why is that? And Joey came to you for this math, like, for this dance lesson. And she didn't go to Dawson, like, it was the fact that them two kind of had, like, this thing going on, and they didn't want to go to anyone else because it was, like, quality time that they're spending together. And that's, like, my grasp of this episode. It was a really, really good episode, and there was, like, a lot of, like, boarding going on and stuff, and I kind of, like, went through it without really talking about it because I just know that this is going to come up, and there were, like, short scenes with them two. But at the same time, they were, like, short but simple, but really, 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 really sweet. So, if you like this episode, please make sure to subscribe on the YouTube channel. That's Jason's Creek Podcast, where I post every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There's also other platforms that you can listen to, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Make sure to review this podcast with kind words please only make sure you comment subscribe share whatever you need to do and also you can catch every episode again on friday saturday and sunday i would love to hear your thoughts on instagram that's Twitter and potter and my tiktok is pacey and joey i hope to see you guys again friday and saturday and sunday i love hearing your guys thoughts so please 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 make sure to comment down below bye guys